0: like an old Stone Drift, but it's Queens of the Stone Age, and it's just, it's so damn good. I call the lead singer Josh Ami the Ginger Elvis, because he's tall, like a football player, kind of built, good looking, great hair, redhead, and just... One of my favorite rock stars of all time. Uh, this is the Brian Oak Show, by the way, a podcast that happens on the regular. And this, I believe, is episode three hundred and seventy-four. If my math checks out correctly, that seems about right. Okay, very good. I'm Brian Oak, and that is Sean Bernard. And here we are in the Smart Start MN Studios. Sean, you doing all right today?
1: I'm doing all right. All right, yeah, very my good. mic is almost gone at this point. Yeah, so I can almost. I mean, I, I, think, I
0: think I hear you more in the room than I do through the microphone. Yeah, I'll switch mics after this. Okay. Short <laughs> you going to do it now or you want me to finish here? No, you can finish. All right. Can I tell you a good story? I love it. You know, it. every once in a while, like, oh, I haven't worn this jacket since last year or I haven't used these pants in a long time. I have a backpack that doubles as my oversized gigantic purse where I put things in and completely forgot that I have them in there. And I was looking for something very specific this morning, so literally emptied out my entire backpack and in a small little nook and crevice. I found this. Now, what normally comes in this sort of envelope? Money, 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 money. Exactly. Thank you, Katie. Um, I um, I didn't find 20 bucks. I didn't find a fiver. I found $200 in my backpack that's been sitting there for maybe, maybe a year. I'm not really sure. But I'm like, and again, I can't retire. It's not like I'm going to the Bahamas or anything, but... Um, Maybe that's Maybe. found money right there. I, exactly, like obviously, that's already been absorbed into the economy, my personal economy. So, what do you do with an extra two hundo, a couple of honeybees in my pocket that I didn't know I had? Kind of excited. I, I just again, it's not going to change the course of my life, but it's a good feeling to start the day that way. Nice work, thank you well, again. That was the whole bit. I didn't have to do a damn thing. (laughs) It was just right there. I want to thank Smart Start MN, Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. What have they done? Well, they only got together with the state legislature and the government and helped create Minnesota's first ignition interlock situation where if you drink and drive, which is obviously a terrible idea, we advise you to not ever call Smart Start because you shouldn't drink and drive in the first place, but it happens on the regular. So if that happens, They can outfit you with, as Sean would say, the doohickey to make sure that uh, everything's above board. Everything's going to be okay. You'll still be able to get back into your vehicle quicker and for less money than you might otherwise assume. And all you have to do is just not drink and drive. Don't be an idiot anymore. You You got your one strike. Don't get two strikes, right? These guys will help you get back to the life that you actually would rather live.
1: Yeah, go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. That'll get you 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock.
0: Also want to thank our friends at OA Design Build Architecture, the latest people to sign on to the Brian Oak Show podcast. They do high-end stuff. They do high-quality stuff. Are we still, do they still have their specials going on over there at the uh, the website?
1: No. Okay. Uh, but, but it's a great time to reach out to them uh, if you're looking at doing a a project this year get in touch with them have them come out and do uh, a meeting with you to kind of discuss what your plans are even if they're six months nine months down the road great idea to go to oadesignbuild.com set up a meeting and
0: get going on your home renovation we haven't done the actual math but today's guest may be our first five-timer our first five-timer on The Brian Oaks Show, and we love her. She is the hardest-working woman in Minnesota showbiz. I'm taking a look at your calendar of what's coming up here, and we'll check in with Katie Vernon just ahead. In addition to all the bookings she does, all the shows she already performs as a solo artist with Absolutely Fabulous, she now has decided, you know what I need? I need more work, so I'm going to put together a whole new band, and she's got a huge show coming up this weekend at one of the biggest music festivals that happens locally in Minnesota every year. Big Turn Fest, yesterday's guest on the podcast, Desdemona, she's doing a headlining gig on Saturday night. It's going to be very, very exciting. One of the things that Katie does, though, is she does an ABBA cover. Ba- this is your seventh appearance? Turn her microphone on. No way. That's not possible.
2: It is. It's seven I just, times. I, well, according to Spotify, I haven't been the only guest seven. for some of those shows, but I came on with... Jenny Russ, my absolutely fab uh, bandmate. Ooh, I, I came remember. on with Karen Fullman, and that was for Dissonance. And I came on with uh, Tay, my lovely co-worker from Mixed Blood. So you add those into my own appearances, seven. and that is seven.
0: Wow. That's exciting. Well, welcome back. It's oh, always lovely you. to see your face. We wouldn't have you if we didn't love you. <laughs> and apparently we really, really love you. One of the things that you do is your ABBA tribute band. Uh, ABBA or ABBA?
2: Um, you know, I I'm interchangeable. Okay, I, I, I am too. I say both. I say I say yeah. them both too.
0: But to go with the name of the band, absolutely fabulous. Yes, right? it
2: works better with Abba. Yeah.
0: And you do with great fervor and gusto, <laughs> might I add, a tribute to Abba. Yes. This particular song right here uh, was how I found this Abba song, uh, Madonna, who is in town tonight. By yes. the way, I didn't tell I'm you. I'm going. So am I. Oh my
2: god, I'm so excited. <laughs>
0: Yesterday, I thought. You know what? There's a 0% chance there are any tickets left, but I decided to just take a lap, and I went down by the promotions department. I'm like, are there any tickets available at all tonight? They're like, we got a ton of them. I was like, it's not sold out. It's not sold out. But anyway, we had a bunch, and I'm like, can I have a couple? And they're like, yeah, absolutely, and they sent them to me right away. I, too, will be going to Madonna tonight. And Madonna, I don't love every phase of her career, Mm -hmm. but she's always had great stuff. This song right here. Because I didn't go that deep on ABBA. I knew yeah. all the hits, but I didn't realize this was a riff from an ABBA song. Yeah,
2: a, a very good one. One of my favorites. And actually, when there's an extended bass solo oh. in the ABBA song that it comes from, um, Gimme Gimme, I, uh, I do a little nod. I throw in a little bit of this song. What? And, uh, you know, because it fits. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and it's really funny because you see, you know... Most people not paying attention or just looking confused. And then there's always like a couple of people, usually the gay guys. So hello, we see you.
0: Uh, I'm and also um, sitting right here, Katie. Okay, I would recognize it in a And they heartbeat. recognize
2: it and they get just that little extra like joy, which is great. So well, yes, this is definitely one of my favorites.
0: Let's see why they get that joy. One of my favorite Madonna songs with the riff of one of my favorite Abba songs mm-hmm. has become. This is called Hung Up, Madonna on the Brian Oak Show. Madonna hung up on the Brian Oak show here in the Smart Start MN studios. Now, <clears throat> that song used a sample from one of my favorite ABBA songs, Gimme 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 a Man After Midnight. It's got a killer video to it. Speaking of videos, the Madonna video for that particular song we just heard, she walks in in like an old school aerobics dance outfit uh, into a dance studio with crappy fluorescent lighting and a big boom box. <laughs> but she... She can torque her body in ways that a woman her age should not be able to, even when she did that. Yeah. But there is a price to pay, if I'm not mistaken, Katie. Is that right?
2: Well, you know, I uh, I have been dancing around in my bedroom to uh, Madonna and ABBA um, most of my life. So mm-hmm. the work, you know, I've put in the work. I've put in the time. <laughs> Once you put um, in the hours, then yeah. you're qualified. 10,000 hours of, um, <laughs> of rolling around in my bedroom um, pretending to be Madonna. But, um, yes, I do get quite bruised. Um, I, I have little... Uh, bruises on my knees after every ABBA show because. You got to, You know when he, when you get down to pray for the for the man, you of know, course. to come after midnight. That's that's a big part that uh-huh. I like to fully commit to. Um, <laughs> and getting down on my knees is not the hard part, but getting up can be a little tricky.
0: I heard a phrase the other day because I actually have a really bad knee. One oh. one knee's very bad, and so but I heard a comic mm-hmm. do something along the lines. I'm paraphrasing here about like I'm always very careful about getting down on my knees because I'm like, all right, what else can I do when I'm down here because yeah. It's going to be an ordeal <laughs> getting is. back up, you know? It's you're a like, commitment. Oh, and you're like looking for things <laughs> to hang on to. And yeah. <clears throat> there's nothing cool like getting old. Katie Vernon is our guest <laughs> on the Brian Oak Show. And Katie has been here. Well, I guess this is time number seven. That's hard to
2: believe. This is time number eight, I believe. Oh, it's time it. number eight? I, I, You know, we can we can comb through the uh, the history here on Spotify. But yeah, um, that's it, right. I did count seven appearances. Wow. So this would be number eight. It okay. has been
1: almost four and a half years. That's and true. So it's it's wow. not surprising. I think it's wonderful that we've had you on but, at you know, least I, twice a year. I've
2: kind of been like a a little introducer and like conduit to other people coming on, which is very I'm an ambassador, (laughs) which is very much, you know, my happy place, because uh, frankly, as much as I have been on here, I don't love talking about myself. You know, there's a there's a love hate relationship with that. So um, whenever I can, you know, bring someone else on, that is always a joy. But, but thank you for having me, just it, little old me today. Uh, all, That's little old nice. you
0: who have one of the busiest springs coming up that I'm I've busy, ever seen yeah. anybody. You have so much going on. And from a lot of different angles. Yeah. You've been playing music for a long time. Yeah, You do the Abba Tribute Band, and I know that is a show coming up. Yes. Tell me about, but first and foremost, because it's right on the horizon, the yeah. Big Turn Festival down in Red Wing this weekend. Yeah. Two days, and I knew it was a big deal, but I didn't mm-hmm. really understand it. Until yesterday, we had Desdemona on. Yes, I And that. Um, I looked, and there are, like, 13 stages or yeah. something similar yeah. with music both days all the time all day, yeah. it's amazing how it many is. people are playing when are you playing
2: yeah it's crazy uh we're playing uh on uh saturday okay so we're the second day of the fest and we are playing at the elks lodge which okay. i've actually I've been lucky enough to play that stage before and it's a very nice venue um and uh, we're playing at five and actually it was quite funny because you have to send them your availability your conflicts and they're like yep yeah, we got you this is great we'll put you on it." 6.30 and uh, and then I was like and remember I said that one of our members of the band is in Turn 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 and they were like oh yeah you did say that and we oh. have scheduled them for seven. Oh. <laughs> so that wasn't going to work. So they shifted us to five. Um, and the incredible bass player, Bob Brinstead, will be running over after our set to go down to the Sheldon Theatre to play her 7 p.m. slot with um, Turn, Turn, Turn. Busy, busy, so, busy. Yes, busy. and I offered to drive her and look after her uh, there and back because she's going to be... A very busy little superstar that day.
0: Absolutely. Well, now let's talk about that a little bit because you have a brand new band. In addition, yeah. as though your life weren't busy enough, booking <laughs> shows, doing your own shows, yeah. doing the ABBA tribute, you now have a brand new band, Favorite Girl. Yes. With the proper European spelling of yes. putting the U in favorite. Yeah. Why... What, how, where is the genesis of Favorite Girl? Why right. make a band right now when you've already got bands and music yeah. and everything you do?
2: Well, you know, I, I love playing solo, and I love playing duo. Um, I'm lucky enough to play with the amazing Paul Odegaard, and we make a very interesting little duo, because I'm on the ukulele with vocals, and then he plays trumpet, so that's, you know, not your ukulele average. Ukulele-trumpet combo. It's cool. Pretty standard stuff. Yeah, it's I mean, yeah. it's becoming standard, you know, we're yeah. we're kind of starting something. That's true. <laughs> but... Um, we, uh, so we're doing that and, and we enjoy that. But, you know, it came out of, um, just wanting to rock, you know, like Christy Costello, one of your most recent guests. I, you know, it's like, I have been jumping around in my bedroom, you know, singing um, kind of rock and disco and and that's what I want to do. You know, I don't, uh, I I never really wanted to be a folk singer. I kind of, you know, if you're acoustic and you're a girl and I don't know, like you kind of sound folky and there's nothing wrong with that. But um, I love rocking out and I didn't want to just do that in tribute shows. I wanted to do it with my own music. And then, you know, coming out of the pandemic and playing a few shows with my band, um, my long standing band of like 10 years um the katie Vonan band when we just broke apart in uh, in the summer of 21 after kind of playing all of our rescheduled uh covid shows uh you know it ended we we had a big show and i knew it was one of the members last shows i didn't know it was the, the last show for everybody until i tried to schedule the next rehearsal uh, so that kind of went down the drain but it was all you know it's all fine but i just thought you know i'm not ready to give up i'm not ready to just you know say okay well i'll just you know be solo or whatever and, um, and it kind of also felt like Five Guys broke up with me, so I had a lot wow. of, like, grr energy. And I was just like, put it into songs. Just do something with it. And so I, I wrote a bunch of breakup songs that were kind of not breakup songs. They were like, I'm better off without you kind of thing. Not that I feel that way towards my band members at all, but I just kind of used that feeling and just thought, you know, it's kind of the Gloria Gaynor thing. Like, fine, walk out the door. <laughs> I don't need you. And that is very fun fuel, you know, oh, I, um, uh, to write songs with.
0: Feeling righteous and yeah. the righteous indignation. Yeah. I don't know if there's a better feeling in the world when you know you're on the right side yeah. of it. I can imagine that's very powerful fuel. It to was be powerful.
2: Using. And then I thought, you know, I want to, you know, this is an amazing opportunity to start again, you know, start something new. And I wanted to surround myself with female energy. I wanted to have, you know, kick-ass drummer, bass player, lead guitarist. I wanted them to all be women um, and just have a different kind of feel, you know, to the whole thing and a different energy. And um, and literally, you know, the first song I wrote was Favorite Girl. And, um, and it's basically like, I want what we had, but if we don't have that, then someone else will want that, you know, kind of thing. And um, and I like the song so much, you know, which you don't always like you sound like an egomaniac. But, you know, when you write a song that you're just like, oh, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what, that, that's what I wanted to do. Even on a ukulele acoustically, I was like, this fucking rocks like it really does. So um, and then I thought, well, maybe I want to call the band that, too. Like, that's a good band name. So I did some Googling because, you know. You you got to do that. And I I like the idea of having the European spelling. I also wanted to differentiate it from the Justin Bieber song. Because there's a Justin Bieber song called Favorite Girl. I didn't know that. Um, And I might be his favorite girl, but I I don't think I am. We haven't (laughs) haven't actually met. So I don't think he wrote it about me.
1: I got to see your show in the Hi-Fi hair salon alley and was absolutely blown away. Plus, it was really cool to see... I'm one of these people, when I'm at a movie or I'm at a a great concert, I look around at the reactions of the Mm. other people. It was so cool, like, watching people watch your show yeah just it like was fun. face forward like a t- full attention to the band
2: yeah it was a good debut i mean it, it was, was um, really great energy you yeah. know um john clifford just you know has cultivated such a great thing over there and we were opening for the belfast cowboys for our first show ever so yeah. all the stars aligned um it was great um just a ton of fun and that's what i wanted to do like they're very i i keep writing feminist anthems and then i'm like well what do i do with these I need an old gold <laughs> band. So we well, do have one guy in the band. He's our token. Our feminist, ah.
1: ad- feminist adjacent men yes. uh, also can help yeah. a yes, little bit. Exactly. But it's important to have a token. Absolutely, right? I a, token a
0: lot and of men, you know yeah.
2: sometimes they call him Ken, and he's okay with that. <laughs> nice. Oh, just oh. don't make him
0: Alan. Right?
2: <laughs> oh, actually, he'd be a really sweet Alan. He is <laughs> okay.
3: such an ally. Oh <laughs> nice. dear.
0: Oh dear. Alan we'll the ally. talk more about favorite girl <laughs> and what else Katie's got coming up this spring in just a moment. But first, we've gone too long without hearing some music, and you've picked another one of our favorite guests ever been on the show she i don't know if it's because she's a yogi i don't know if it's because Mm -hmm. she's a brilliant singer songwriter i don't know if it's those piercing eyes she Mm -hmm. has a ray of light coming out of the top of her head I i love mary bue she
2: does i'm obsessed with mary bue um i've known her as long as i've been playing out one of our very first shows together was up in duluth and um i was really in awe of her you know she's been making records and she was like 17 i think she's amazing and um and then this particular song is a cover you know so um that's always kind of interesting when people cover something and she has teamed up with um dark pony and they sing together which is just one of my sweet spots when male and female vocals really like hit and complement each other and uh, it's just sexy as hell i love this song
0: That's beautiful right there. <laughs> I don't know well I don't know Dark Pony. Tell me
2: John Hirchard, isn't that his, Oh, is that who that is? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh That's okay. His, like, I do then I guess name. I do know yeah, Dark Dark producer, Pony. Musician, right on and just all around talented guy. Mm. And uh they did that together um at the turf club last Thursday. Um, live, no sitar because you know it's a bit big to to pack. Well, and also um, then you have to sit on pillows and a know, giant rug like, oh, and, then ma- gotta, and I can't imagine I how did. long it
0: takes to tune a sitar.
2: I know you will have to have Mary on again, and then she can tell you. <laughs>
0: well, she better bring her sitar, otherwise <laughs> she. She's, well, we're gonna have to plan an that extra time answer. for the tuning. It, you imagine true. though, we've never had a sitar in this room before. oh we gotta, It's a goal. I'm excited about it now. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> so they did that live. It was very very fun, and uh, yeah, it was a great show. That you missed. <laughs> you were busy.
1: I really wanted to go to what that show.
2: What was I show. doing last Thursday? <laughs> you were playing D&D. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, was that... I shouldn't no, say that No, no, that's fine.
0: Look, I, I'm, I'm at the age where I no longer have guilty pleasures. I'm oh, no, no longer ashamed of the way I live my <gasps> life. I played D&D at Dungeons & Dragons very, very ardently from the time I was 13 until I I was in my young 20s, and then didn't really play again for 25 years, Mm. tried a couple times with some dudes a few years ago with mixed results, and then my daughter works at a gaming store and they're like, Mm. they have these one-shot adventures every Thursday, and now it's turned into this campaign. and. I found my people. I love the, it. The nerds are still I out mean, there. Y-
2: you know, I mean, I've said this a million times. I'm the biggest believer in like let's just enjoy what we enjoy.
0: Exactly. Like
2: that. That's the biggest thing.
0: I like rolling a twenty sided die. I like being a wood elf <laughs> ranger. All right. Oh,
2: nice. Yeah. I love it. You're welcome. Well, it I was it was a, a great wood show. Elf ranger. <laughs> 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 it was an excellent show. It's also why I, I picked the next song we're going to listen to. That was one of the songs I did. And um, yeah, we had like 300 people out on a Thursday night. That was great. That's you know, fabulous. What's really yeah, lame really is that fun.
1: I really wanted to go. My wife had conferences, and I was like, "Do I want to go by myself?" Mm-hmm. No, usually I don't have a problem with that, mm-hmm. and I did think, "Well, I'm going to know about sixty people there, so really oh, yeah. I wouldn't be alone." Correct, but I just couldn't get my butt down
2: there. Oh, I, I get really it. wanted to go. Yeah, you know, I it's very hard to get out of the house. Once <laughs> you,
0: but once you start moving and do it, then it's a blast. Oh, yeah. but it's that getting the, oh, oh yes. just getting over the top. So in yeah. addition to the Big Turn Festival this weekend. Sorry, my sparkling Italian soda is talking back to me right now. (laughs) Um, You also have other shows coming up. What else are you looking at on the horizon? I mean, you've got a show coming up at the Aster early next month.
2: Yes, well, you know, I kind of, sometimes I neglect to book myself shows and then then people ask me and I'm like, I'm in my living room on Sunday. Uh Uh, I'll be at Target probably at some point. (laughs) Um, You know, so I just like forget because life gets busy. But um, yes, I did uh, intentionally think, okay, I should play a show of actual original music cause that's what I do And uh, so Paul Odegaard um, My favourite Ken And I will be um, playing at the Aster On Friday, March 1st So that'll be a whole It's an evening I learned the term an evening with When I desperately like threw my hat in the ring To get an opening slot for someone and they're like, it's an evening with them. And I'm like, yeah, I want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, no, no. That means it's just them.
0: The I was whole like, night. Oh,
2: I love that. <laughs> that's kind of cool. I like the uh, Astor a lot, like,
0: too. A great venue. It's, it's lovely. Yeah. That's like a, so a, nice. a magic circle. Like, I'm sorry, this is an evening. Yes, room. it's an evening. This is my night. Yes,
2: it's my night, which um is very fun. You know, then you have the panic that, you know, it's not a special occasion. Like, it's not an album release. Like, will people come? I'm hoping they do. You know, it's like, that's all you can do is show up and. And I thought it would be fun to preview some favorite girl songs, um, you know, just acoustically. And then also I've asked people kind of online, like, just tell me what songs you want to hear, because I've made three records and and one before that, you know, with my old band, the Camdens. Um, And so if people want to hear some old stuff, we don't do very often. I thought that would be a nice invitation.
0: Or some brand new stuff they've never oh, heard and before. Oh, they will definitely hear brand gonna, new stuff. I was going to say, stuff. that's a hell of always. a hook right there. They can hear favorite girl stuff if they, they come can. down. If they, they don't want to make that long, arduous yes. trek to Red yes, Wing yes, yes, this yes. weekend, they can always hear more over there. Yeah. Um, let's hear one more song, if you don't mind, because yeah. you uh, you and I, I, I think the Venn diagram of our musical taste is probably much stronger than most people would guess. <laughs> um, this is by far, and I like a lot of Fleetwood Mac. Mm. I like. I like the old bluesy stuff. I like sort of the mm-hmm. middle weird section stuff. And I this particular era I'm also this is where I first found them, so I'm very into it. And as great as rumors is, the previous one, the self titled one where this song comes from, is every bit as good a record. Mm-hmm. I love this record, but this song in particular, probably mm-hmm. my favorite song by the Mac. Why'd you pick this one?
2: Well, because it just rocks, it's amazing. And my youngest daughter Daisy, she's uh, she lives in Chicago. She goes to the school of art in Chicago, which is amazing. Um, and this is like her favorite song. So I was like, you know what, I should just go with that. And and Rhiannon is a Welsh name, and uh, there is a rumor out there which Stevie Nicks has actually spoken to that it's not about a Welsh witch. But um, I think she certainly <laughs> enjoyed that it could be. She just apparently she just loved the name. So it's kind of a Jolene situation where the name, you know inspired the song and then you assign meaning to it but um, yeah you know I think my Welsh witchy uh, heritage was tingling and I just wanted to be a part of this song because it's great
0: It's so good. It's so perfect. It's such (laughs) a great song. I love it. Mm. Katie Vernon is our guest. And before we continue talking about what the rest of her spring into the summer looks like, let's go ahead and check in with our friend Sean Bernard. Because speaking of having a busy spring and summer, that's kind of life in realty, if I'm not mistaken, correct?
1: Yes. Except for my mic doesn't work right now. Oh.
0: You want to talk on this mic and just ramble for 60? Sure. Okay. (laughs) Go over there. Sean Bernard. Is a uh, realtor for Remax Results, and he's got a very busy spring and summer on the way. And um, yeah, I mean that's that's how the game works. I know people start planning early, but this is this is kind of go time, right?
1: It is, and um, actually I actually have a listing starting later today up near Duluth. This is one of those properties that if I had the extra dough, yeah, I would buy this property. Why don't you
0: buy it and Airbnb it, my man? It's
1: 10 acres of wood, like wooded acres, 15 minutes outside of Duluth. Let's
0: go up there and play paintball.
1: I love the idea. (laughs) But here's the cool thing 15
0: minutes outside of Duluth, because I'm
1: one of these people that I get a little bored at a cabin after day two or day three. Like I decompress and relax, it's great. But if it's raining all three days, I'm losing my mind. Um, You're literally 15 minutes from zipping into Duluth to go see live music or whatever it is you want to do. The Fond
0: du Lac Casino is right there, my good man. Exactly.
1: So how cool is this? They have a house that was built in the 70s that they've remodeled. But then in 2007, they built this big, oversized, heated garage for all your toys and the stuff that you want in there. And then there's a two bedroom all on one level. Mm-hmm. So, very accommodating if you have somebody that has some disabilities, you know, can't, uh, you know, whatever that disability ha- happens to be, or they're elderly and can't walk up and down stairs. That's all on one level. You have this beautiful pond right in there. So, that'll be on the market later today. Go to uh, my Sean Bernard Remax results page on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'll have the listing up there later today if you're interested. It'll probably go pretty quickly as Cabin Properties have its listing for three ninety nine, which is very, very affordable we're
0: right. up there. Yeah. Well, especially that kind of acreage, man. Yeah. I mean, getting land, there's nothing yeah. else like that.
1: And Bill and Erica are listeners of the show. It's their home and they're moving on to Grand Rapids, Michigan. But because we're a podcast, they can still listen to us over there. So thank Fantastic. you for listening with, listing with me and Remax Results. 612-859-2594. I donate a portion of every buy and sell to an area musician or band.
0: It is the Brian Oak Show, and we are talking to Katie Vernon now. I want to make a quick plug for your absolutely fabulous shows. You got a three night run at the Chanhassen yes. coming up uh, in early next month, and yeah. for people who have not seen you, I mean, each one of you represents. Uh, Onifried, is it Agnita or Agnitha?
2: Well, it's like Agneta. Agneta. Yes. I always I always just say Agnitha. But, okay. um But yes, the actual pronunciation is more like Agneta.
0: And it's so, Benny and Bjorn, right? Yeah,
2: we don't really have a Benny and a Bjorn because, you know, it gets a little... Uh, yeah. we, we have a Simon... Um, And Mm. he kind of covers a lot of ground. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so we we do, the two girls out front, we do, you know, try to emulate. And that's what I've been doing actually all week is sewing costumes. I'm trying to make our next uh, costumes so we have something a little new and special for the Chan. And uh, we play in the Fireside Room or the Fireside Lounge. I'm not sure what they call it. Mm -hmm. Um, And we love being there. It's always a three-night run and Those are the days that I pretend like this is my job. Yeah, this is what I do. I'm commuting. I'm commuting to work. You know, you can leave some stuff in the dressing room. Yeah, for the because I'll be back
0: tomorrow. Yeah, this is my spot. Yeah, it's
2: just uh, it's yeah. I'm just obsessed. And you you know, we play the music as best we can, and then we just have fun with it.
0: Well, you, I mean, so you talk about you're sewing the costumes. Obviously, the performance is important. But let's be honest: (laughs) if you're going to do an ABBA tribute band, the costumes need to be on point. But you're you're pretty crafty. I mean, you make your mice and you do your (laughs) thing. Where did that all come? From. Was that something you grew up with?
2: Yeah, it is actually. I've always loved doing that. Um, I used to make dresses for my dolls and my mom was very crafty. She was always knitting and um, you know, I still have a couple of pieces of things that she knit. And then I remember when I was a little kid, when I was like seven or eight, um, I went to like an after school craft club, you know, and I and I came home and and she was like, oh, what did you make? You know, let me see. And it was like this hand puppet. I still have it. It's the ugliest thing you've ever seen. Yeah. It was like swamp green.
0: Well, you were seven or eight. Yeah,
2: you know. Yeah, I was little. And um, so it was like swamp green, you know, barely a face and then just like yarn glued on, you know, <laughs> as its hair. And my mom took one look at it and she was like, what are they doing? doing what are they teaching you and she was horrified so she, she started you right out of school she did she she took me um and she just said you know who else is going to this club you know it was just me and a couple of my little friends uh-huh. and she was like i'll do it you can you know bring your friends here and we'll do it and uh, and she was right we did it much better uh, i made a little clay house i still have the little house that i made wow. and, uh, so she was yeah she was very crafty and i i don't know you know i As a kid, I would, like, turn a shirt inside out and make it into a little skirt. Right. I'm, like, literally doing the same thing I always did. Well,
0: that's fabulous news. You know, ostensibly, one of the reasons I asked you to be on the podcast today is lately it's bubbled up that there is this absolute sort of disparity Mm. of the Minneapolis Park and Rec Board, hiring (laughs) people to show up in different venues and not pay them a damn dime unless you're the Jayhawks. Now, unfortunately, that is much, much, much too large a conversation conversation, to enter into today because we're already so far through the podcast. But would you do me the kindness, please, of coming back in the not too distant future because I have a couple other guests lined up on the subject. Mm -hmm. I don't have... A horse in this race you know yeah. I I don't know that there's a right or wrong answer
2: That yeah that's kind of where I'm at too but and, Sean, um, Sean and I have yeah. always believed yes. that
0: an artist deserves to be compensated be, certainly yeah. there is value and exposure yeah. but at a certain point that starts to fall pretty flat and so yeah. what, what I want to do is I want to have people who have been in on the booking side mm-hmm. I want to have artists in and mm-hmm. you happen to be someone that straddles that line beautifully because do, you've yeah. got a new thing coming up this summer right? Yeah
2: I have a couple of new things so it's very exciting um, three summers ago I started doing um, a music series in a diner, and uh, and they threw a bunch of money at it and they really supported it. They wanted to bring people to 50th and France, you know, kind of post-COVID that weren't showing up. And um, so for 13 weeks, two summers in a row, I ran um, a music series which went really well and I I very much like pulled from the Adina schools and Minneapolis to have student performers as well. So we would have like a couple of bands. Look and at how good student. you are. Tons of fun. You know, just to like well, really no. not just swoop into a community, but yeah. like be pull part people. of the community. Yeah, exactly. And um, I and think that's so brilliant. It ran very well for two years, and then um, a very uh, annoying person uh, kind of took the reins and did a very bad job and fired me. So um, wow. I had, had a lot of rage okay. um, about that. Anyway, the good news is that person has gone, and Karma has done her thing, <laughs> and I have it back. <laughs> so I'm very pleased about I, that. I,
0: I love your very genteel English. <laughs> sense of vengefulness (laughs) yeah like hey look i didn't do anything but i mean you know what hatred is hatred and guess what people you're out bye you're you're
2: out see you later Uh um so that happened (laughs) and then um and i i love being on the booking side of things because it is a lot of work um but it's just it's so fun to give back and like literally you know i I often think, oh, my God, I've done this for 30 years. No one even knows me. I have no career. I have no prospects. I should just give up and crawl under a bed, Um, which, you know, (laughs) I do some days. um, Well, haven't we all? Right? I'll just lay here
0: where it's dark and dusty. Yeah, exactly.
2: I'm like, don't mind me. Um, I'll just give up and go away. I'll sit in the um, garage
0: and eat wet cigarette butts (laughs) like a dog. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. No, it does not sound Um,
2: good. So, you know, I think it's very, like I mentioned earlier, it's hard sometimes to talk about yourself it's also hard to just hustle for yourself all the time Um, so anytime I'm given an opportunity whether it's one night or a whole summer of actually extending and inviting people in to play shows it's so much more joyful than just doing the hustle for yourself and I do feel incredibly privileged that you know I've been hired back to do this series and it's, um, it's the same series back at 50th in France. All right? so now you're back France. on
0: board. And when does that start? It will be
2: all of June, July, and August. So and it every, every single Friday. Every Friday from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Oh, lovely! And there will be a mix of you know solo, duo, you know, small bands. Yeah. We can't do huge uh, bands, right. but um, you know we'll we'll do the best we can. We'll pay them all very fairly, and um, and people show up. They they love it. And then in addition to that, I'm going to start booking PV Plaza for two lunchtime shows a week for the when, summer.
0: When I first qu- dropped out of college and moved downtown Minneapolis, I moved into an apartment building called the Arcola, which mm-hmm. is less than a block away from P.V. Plaza. Okay. And Great. so I spent many an unusual night... Waiting in the pool of P V Plaza. Oh. Uh, oh, we were young hippies and we nice. were not entirely sober all the time. And right. we'd be like, "Should we go for a walk?" And we'd walk up and down Nicollet <laughs> Mall, and we would wade barefoot in P V Plaza. It was it was quite a time. Oh, but the fun. music series there has been going on for a long time. Long so,
2: time. Many different kind of how, iterations of it. And how, um,
0: how do you have time for all of it? Because mm, when you're booking big, yeah. pl- I mean, and I'm not saying like you know you're not you're not booking the Madison Square Garden. No, and, I
2: wish I was well
0: but that's <laughs> I guess that's kind of my point is a the number of emails and phone calls that you were dealing with yeah, on the regular trying to nail things down and then when you're dealing with an ensemble or a band mm-hmm. they have to make sure all three to five or mm-hmm. however many of their people are available yeah. trying to coordinate all that is very difficult. But it's still enjoyable to you because you get to see the fruits of your labor. Yeah, Yeah, it's
2: enjoyable because, you know, I I, I just like um, finding people that I've seen maybe just do an open mic at the Aster or I've seen, you know, just whatever, you know, kind of performing um, and then saying, hey, this is an opportunity I think you'd be good at. Also, um, you know, it's not for everyone. Performing outdoors is not for everyone. And I think that's okay. It's good to know about yourself. I always liken it to like you're singing to everyone and no one. You have to be comfortable with people passing by. You have to be comfortable with maybe the occasional heckle, you know. And it's um, it's a skill that not everybody enjoys. But if you do then I'm really, really excited to like have that opportunity. Well, what people. I like
0: about this is because I, I we've all noticed, I think, in the last couple of years, people are not just going back out. Mm-hmm. They're back out in profusion. Like, mm-hmm. you go downtown Minneapolis any given night, but let alone the weekend, mm-hmm. that whole rumor that it's a ghost town and mm-hmm. derelict mm-hmm. and dangerous, yeah. it's as crowded as I've ever seen it when yeah. I go down yeah. there on an event night. And the same with 50th in France. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think people are going to be out more now than they ever have. And who doesn't like a music evening that starts at 5, ends at 8, it's Monday night, I can still be home and get a reasonable night's sleep and watch my programs. And you
2: know, exactly. It's so nice because the performers feel that way too. You know, it's like I've had, you know, Dan Israel perform and he's had a show later that night. You know, use it to promote what you're doing later, Mm -hmm. you know, which which is always kind of fun. So, yeah. It's, it's joyful.
0: What is ground zero for Katie Vernon? I believe it's katievernonmusic.com, but I may have that wrong.
2: Uh, just katievernon.com. Katie and Vernon. Katie is with a Y, the same way Katie Tessman spells it. We spell it correctly, I see. Nice. Well done. Um, but yeah, katievernon.com. And I've actually made a page for Absolutely Fab, and I've made a page for Favorite Girl. Because if- I can't have all those domains and websites. So oh, right. I've kind of umbrellaed them all.
0: Well, that, yeah. I think, well, because you are at the heart of every one of those projects. So I think that makes <laughs> yeah. perfect sense. But if people want to follow what you're up to, yeah. will you in any way, does this, does this event at 50th and France, does it have a specific name?
2: Yeah, well, um, that's a little up in the air, but it, okay. it was pop. That was what I named it because it mm-hmm. was performances on the plaza. Love so it's it. pop at yeah. 50th and France. So uh, it it may be somewhat similar to that. The year they fired me, I said, "Please don't use the name," and they kind of still did. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. but yeah, thirteen Fridays. Uh, June, July, August. Come and see music. Lovely. Fabulous.
0: Well, uh, it's lovely to see you. And I do want you back sooner rather than later so we can (laughs) get an update on how things are going. Let's let you get some of these shows under your belt first. Then we can talk about the booking that you're doing. And I would really like to have you back on the... uh, Again, this is not a hard-hitting news podcast (laughs) by any stretch of the imagination. But... Sean and I are ardent believers yes. that art has value, right? Yeah. And th- whether that's performance art, whether that's mm-hmm. printed art, whether that's whatever, and it doesn't mean you're going to make speedboat money, but it does right. mean that you should get compensated fairly for the work that you're putting in.
2: Yes, I agree. And you know, my my kind of contribution to the to the conversation happening this week is yes, it's valid. You absolutely should get compensation. Um, But you shouldn't judge bands that are doing it for tips if they're knowingly doing that. Yes, I agree. So there's been a little bit of like bashing on people, and I'd be a hypocrite if I did that because I have played shows for tips. And if you know that going in, um, you can do quite well. But just because I've had a good experience with something doesn't mean it couldn't be better for everybody.
1: I've danced for tips, but that's nice. it.
2: Ouch! Me. I right. only dance for fifties. So I won't dance that's for true. anything smaller. Yeah, I got a couple. I got a couple of, of honeybees oh, right over here. That's yeah. where that came from. That's exactly <laughs> yeah, where it came because from. I, did you I, find them in your pants? I,
0: <laughs> I can't really remember what I did last night. That's certainly possible, <laughs> Katie. Uh, I want to thank Smart Start. Oh, man, I want to thank OA Design I want to thank you, Sean Bernard.
1: Thank you. I bypassed the compressor, and it still sounds a little weird, but. That's why I'm
0: back. You on. were over there like you were Jordi LaForge in the Jeffries Tubes on the Enterprise, and you were working it down there. Wow. You had to take the phase inverter. It felt a little bit more like Talladega Nights, and I was just changing the tires, but yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> 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 that's real quick. Oh, and also thanks to our friends at Audio Equip for providing us with the audio equipment that's in this room. Um, seven timer. Katie Vernon. Eight timer. This was crazy. eight.
2: I know. I have to add it all crazy up. Eight right so. Crazy I, we'll eight right here. We'll have
0: yeah. some accountants get to work on this subject as soon Only as possible. Only twice a
1: year and I kind of feel bad about that because I feel like you should be on more often. Well
0: I mean, she's going to be on by midsummer at the latest if her schedule Sounds allows. good. And you
2: know by then I'll have at least one tune recorded by Favorite Girl. <sighs> we yes. can hear some Favorite that's Girl. because you gotta hear it. You know I'm really tired of talking about it. <laughs> Not that I'm tired of talking to you guys about it. But, understood. Um, understood. Yeah. Feminist and with an all-female band with one can. Okay, that's how you describe it. That's well, the elevator pitch. <laughs> I, and yes. I'm I'm here for it. So you, in fact, branding. Let's, let's make that
0: let's make that the point. When you feel comfortable with that one song, yeah. will you please come back?
2: Yes, I'd love to. Yeah.
0: Lovely, Katie. Tell me about this final song we're going to hear, and then we're going to say goodbye.
2: Yeah. So this is a song that um was written. I was I was definitely already thinking like I want to bring other women in. I want to raise people up. I don't just want to have a music career that's about myself. And um so I've very much been kind of thinking about this. Um, for a while and this song was recorded in I believe March of 2020 so we all recorded our parts very separately um, but this was a, a song that was for the Me Too Minneapolis um, compilation album and uh, I perform it with the new band and there's definitely a little extra pep in my step when I play it with my new band